OHL hockey is back. This is the Farwell and Pope podcast. Originating from the 570 News studio in Kitchener. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Chris Pope. All right, so things are going to be just a little bit different this week as we get you set for the Memorial Cup in Halifax. First and foremost, what the hell am I still doing in Kitchener? Halifax as a site for the Memorial Cup. Larry Malott, you greasy so-and-so. I mean, I love you, Larry, the play-by-play voice of the Guelph Storm, but come on. Just, just think about this for a minute, okay? The last three Memorial Cups that our buddy Larry Malott has had the opportunity to attend because the Guelph Storm are in. Kelowna in 2004. Real tough, Malott. Real tough. Then in 2014, it's in London, short drive, great arena, and a good host city. And now, Halifax. I, quite frankly, can't think of better venues to be going than Kelowna or Halifax. Truly top two, in my opinion. Last time I attended a Memorial Cup as a working broadcaster? Kitchener. Okay, then. Hey, Rangers. When you want to go back to the Memorial Cup... How about we do it when it's being played in Halifax or Kelowna? I don't know when that's going to be, but I wouldn't mind those trips. Anyway, as we get you set for the Memorial Cup this week on the Farwell and Pope podcast, by the way, Pope on Twitter at underscore Chris Pope. You'll find me at Farwell underscore OHL. This is the David Branch stiffed us version of the Farwell and Pope podcast. It's going to sound a little bit different because it's kind of like the Mike Farwell show. Shameless plug, the Mike Farwell Show, heard weekdays from 9 until noon on 570 News. Stream it online at 570news.com or on the Radio Player Canada app. Anyway, David Branch was supposed to do the Mike Farwell Show with me and an interview that we could have repurposed for this podcast. But curiously enough, when I reached out to Branchy, and I gotta say, like, I genuinely like this human being. I have long been a defender of him. Don Cameron spoke highly of David Branch's tenure as commissioner of the Ontario Hockey League. I take my cues from Don Cameron, and I've got no beef, none whatsoever, with David Branch. Nobody likes the commissioner. I get that. It's like nobody likes the London Knights. I get that. It's because the London Knights are the best, and in David Branch's case, it's because he's the commissioner. That's what happens. But he's done a fine job, in my opinion. I have always appreciated and admired his concern for player safety. In my opinion, David Branch looks at the players in the Ontario Hockey League like his own kids. So we reached out a few weeks ago to get Branchy on this podcast, and he politely declined because he was suffering from a case of laryngitis. I get it. You want that big, booming, baritone voice of David Branch to sound clear? You don't want it to be raspy? So, okay, Branchy, I get it. You couldn't make it in for that one. And then you reach out again coming into the Memorial Cup and politely, in perfect email etiquette, the commissioner of the Ontario Hockey League gets back to you and says, well, I'm going to be in Halifax on Friday morning. I'll have to check my schedule. Listen, Mr. Branch, I knew you were going to be in Halifax. It's where the ding-dang Memorial Cup is being played. But you can make some time for us at 10.30 in the morning Eastern or 11 o'clock Atlantic time, can't you? I thought... Apparently not, because after checking his... Maybe maybe he's still checking his schedule, because the commissioner never got back to me. So, I've got a couple of things on my mind that 
maybe the commissioner couldn't even, well, no, the commissioner could help with two things. I wanted to ask him specifically about any rejigging of the playoff format and also considering the Superstorm Guelph Storm team that has made it, would there be any consideration made? And I know these things go to the Board of Governors, but maybe they are topics that are percolating in league offices. I don't know. Would there be any consideration given to putting a cap on the number of moves a team can make in any given season? Much like they've now said draft picks can only be traded six years out, then five years out, and ultimately four years out. I think it's a good move by the league to kind of cut down on some of the moves that teams can make. But would you put a cap on the number of team, a uh, number of moves a team can make every year? Those are the two questions: rejigging playoff formats and capping the number of moves a team can make. I would like to ask the commissioner. Maybe at some point, Commissioner Branch will come on this podcast or otherwise join Chris Pope and I on a Rangers broadcast, and we'll figure something out. In the meantime, there are other issues that are on my mind, like what's with the dominance of the Midwest division when it comes to Ontario Hockey League championships? And also, what is the best way to build a team in the Ontario Hockey League? How would you like, as a fan, your team to build itself for chances at championships? These things I can discuss with Chris Pope. So here's the Mike Farwell show edition or version of the Farwell and Pope podcast as Poper joined me on the show. Chris Pope joins us in studio this morning because David Branch is not here. He's not even here on the telephone. I'm calling him out for some poor etiquette because we reached out a couple of weeks ago to get him on the podcast. He had a case of laryngitis. Understand. Mm-hmm. He didn't sound good when, uh, when he was doing the presentation either on the ice. Well, the record. his response to our request this time around was, I'm going to be in Halifax, I'll check my schedule. Understandable that the commissioner would be in Halifax as the Memorial Cup opens. Thought he might have been able to make some time for us. Or, he listens to our podcast, <laughs> which you can find wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes and uh, anywhere. Um, and uh, he's heard us call out his league for their lack of transparency at times throughout the year. And he thought, you know what, I'm not going on with these two guys because I don't want to answer the questions that they're going to probably ask me. No. It's going to happen at some point. He can't, he can't hide forever, Pope. We're going to ask him next week, do you want to come on our podcast? <laughs> exactly. And there will be another excuse. But at some point, Commissioner Branch, who I have a lot of time for, in all honesty, I have a lot of time for the man. Uh, he'll come on. I think he might be the best commissioner in sport. Something that you and I like to do from time to time, Popper, is uh, superstat or meaningless number. I can't remember where we where we ripped it off from. Tim and, Tim and Sid. Sid. That's what I thought. Which you can watch on Rogers Sportsnet. Yeah, Tim and Sid. They're all in the family. Yeah, right? he's got the Rogers one button. Exactly. Uh, superstat or meaningless number. The Guelph Storm are Ontario Hockey League champions and will be the OHL's representative in the Memorial Cup beginning tonight. That makes eight of the past 12 OHL champions from the Midwest division. Forget the Western Conference bias that we've talked about. Eight of the past 12, a 750 batting average for the Midwest division. Three times are, oh yeah, eight of the past 12. Three times the London Knights, twice the Guelph Storm, and once each for Erie, Owen Sound, and Kitchener. Superstat or meaningless number? I say meaningless number. You're a be- dum-dum. Well, because if you don't already think the Midwest is the best, then you haven't been following this league very well. 
<laughs> so, yes, it's a super stat, but any follower of this league knows that the majority of the seasons in this Ontario Hockey League, you need to go through the Midwest champ. It is routinely the best division in this league. There is no qualms about it. Erie went on four straight 50-win seasons. London is London. Kitchener's always a threat when they have a competitive team. And Guelph has Guelphed lately. They've been fantastic. Um, they... Went in 2014 and then did some major rebuilding, and here we are again. So what's to say in four years they're not right back where they are right now? Well, and I want to touch on that in just a second. Interestingly, I think in that stat of eight of the past 12 OHL champions emerging from the Midwest Division, only one has gone on to win the Memorial Cup, and that was the 2016 London Knights. It's a tough trophy to win. Oh, no doubt. It's a very tough trophy to win. I still think that... When it comes to the Memorial Cup, the OHL is the best. It's pretty even between uh, the Q and the O when we ran numbers earlier this year on a previous edition of the Farwell and Pope podcast. Um, But I think that the best hockey in the CHL is right here in Ontario. And I think when we look at if we had the time to run the numbers of uh, draftees into the National Hockey League or players that went on to play in the National Hockey League from each league, I think you'd see that the OHL is the premier league. Okay, you touched on the Guelph Storm's last appearance in the Memorial Cup, and it was a bloody successful one. It was 2014 when London was host, and the Guelph Storm carried a lead into the third period against the Edmonton Oil Kings, but lost the game. So they lost in the final. And then some will argue that they mismanaged some assets and probably should have moved Robbie Fabry. They did. Yeah. And mismanaged Tyler assets and Right. So... <laughs> That notwithstanding, they go through some real tough seasons. A couple of really bad ones. They get the first overall pick in Ryan Merkley, et cetera, et cetera. But it got stripped down to the bones. It was two awful years before the climb started again. And here they are five years later back in the championship, which begs the question, Popper, or back as champions, in fact. It begs the question, as a fan, how do you think, what do you think fans prefer? Would they like to see a team that has got some consistency and goes for that shot every once in a while. And I I might use the Kitchener Rangers in that example because they were a a goal away from a Western Conference championship last season, losing in double overtime to the Sioux. Or do you want to go through some really awful years for the chance? And I want to emphasize chance too, because Niagara tried the same thing as Guelph this year and flopped. And now it's going to be really ugly in St. Catharines and they've got nothing to show for it. But Guelph took the same risk and got the reward. What's the best way to do this? Guelph took a bigger risk. Let's call it spade a spade. You think so? Absolutely. Look at what they did. Look at the players they brought in. Like, if you're looking, with all due respect to what happened in Niagara, if you're putting George Burnett and Joey Burke up against each other and who did a better job, forget results. They both traded 20-some-odd draft picks. The players that they got back, George Burnett sweeps Joey Burke. He, like, he made Joey Burke look foolish almost. The amount of picks that he gave up for a guy like Jason Robertson. George Burnett's like, that's cool. Watch what I go get for Dursey, Suzuki, and, um, and Roberts. 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 Like, yep. it, the, the return that George Burnett got, I think, um, uh, dwarfs what Niagara got. Um, I, as far as the fans go, fans prefer winning, obviously. They want the banners. Mediocrity, and there's far too many teams in this Ontario Hockey League, I feel, that are okay with being mediocre each and every year and don't risk it all and go for it. They just sit 
You know, they might end third one year. Four, five, six, four, five, six. Oh, now we're going to go down to eight and rebuild. Four, five, six, four, five, six. Now back to eight. I, as a fan, would love to see my team push the chips in. You don't have to look too far. Go down the 401 to Toronto when the Jays did it. The Jays were always just good enough to give the fans some hope. And then, oh, here comes midway through. Ah, shocks, we stink. You know, but we'll, we'll still go watch because I like that one guy in right field. But see, that's the thing. that I, I'm of the opposite mind. I think that you have consistency. I think that matters more than anything. And then everybody's going to take their shot at one time or another, like the Blue Jays just finished doing. But they're not going to. No one in this, like, there's, there are teams in this Ontario Hockey League, we've talked about it. That'll that never take a shot? Not, that will never take nah, a shot. Everybody will take a shot at some point. Everyone's going to take a shot. At when some was the last time the Sudbury Wolves took a shot? Uh, I, they tried this year. They didn't succeed in some of the moves they wanted to make, and I think that's partly because they've been, sadly, so bad for so long. But they knew what they had in Uko Pekalukan, and they were shopping hard. When was the last time the North deadline. Bay took a shot? They've been good, but have they took a shot? There's teams in the Western Conference that haven't taken a shot. Maybe. I, I, if you're I guess it depends it, on your definition of full. Like, it doesn't have to be, what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be like Guelph and Niagara this year. But it year. does now. The, does the, it? the way the league has transformed, you have to push all your chips in. There's no like, ooh, I'm going to come over the top and high bet them. No, no. You're all in. Yeah, you can't just acquire one or two players anymore. You need to get five, six, seven players if you want to contend for an OHL championship. But then you have to be willing to suck and suck hard, pardon the vernacular, but for two more years after that. And I don't know I don't know how many teams want to do that. And how many fan bases, sure, they're giddy right now in Guelph, and rightly so. The risk paid off, and hey, twice in five years, OHL champions, that's fantastic. I want to, I want to go back. You don't have to do that anymore, but it seems to be the trend, because you can get back to that um, OHL final like... Sault Ste. Marie did with a couple additions if you draft well enough. London does it because they draft well enough. They find the gems. They are able to pull players that have committed to the States to come play in London. There are teams that can afford to only add a couple because of the way they draft, but the majority of teams in this league don't draft well enough where they can't afford to add at least four or five players at the deadline if they want to win. If you want to add one or two, great. You're going to make the second round. Maybe the third if you're lucky. And then bow out. And some teams are okay with that because then next year they're okay and they have a good enough team that's going to draw fan bases back. A team like Kitchener is in such a sweet spot. They have, what, a 10-year waiting list for season tickets? It's lunacy. 10 years to wait list for season tickets. There's no reason they shouldn't be pushing their chips in every once in a while, all in, and sucking for a couple of years. Look what happens. You get a guy like Adam Maskren second overall, and then you push your chips in again with him. It works out in the end, I think, for the majority of teams. Well... I, I find it interesting with all this talk about Guelph and, and how well they've drafted, how they had to spend so much to assemble this team. And, oh, yeah, by the way, their former first overall is now a Peterborough Pete. Yeah, but oh, we could go on for Ryan. We could do you know, a couple-hour show on Ryan Merkley, I think, and what's going on between his ears. But that Guelph team was probably good enough to make it to at least the West Final, if not the Memorial Cup, if they only added two or three pieces. Like, they shipped out some good players, and there's good players that aren't playing. Like, that young Chaika on the back end is going to be a stud. Every every team that George called at the trade deadline asked for Chaika, and George said no, because he knows he's only going to get better, and I'm going to get more for him. Olin Lalonde is a good, serviceable de- defenseman, probably a top four on many teams in this league, a great shutdown guy, can move the puck as well, and he's not playing much. 
Like and Cam Hillis has been injured. Cam Hillis He's another has been good young injured. player. Like, yeah. You look top to bottom. That's a very deep team that could have done some work, uh, even if they just added a couple pieces. All right. Real quick before I let you go, let's look ahead to the Memorial Cup, which features the host Halifax Moosehead, Ruin Naranda, who won the queue. So the Kitchener Rangers remain the last team to host and go through the front door, so to speak, by winning the OHL championship back in 2008. Halifax is there with Guelph, who we just talked about, possibly the best goalie in Canadian junior hockey right now in Ian Scott with the Prince Albert Raiders. And uh, there are your four teams, Renoranda, Halifax, Prince Albert, and Guelph. What do you make of the tourney? I am going to go off the board from what I've done this season, Mike, and I think it's about time. And I apologize for being an idiot for the past (laughs) month and a half. And I'm deeply sorry to those I have affected. But the Guelph Storm will win the Memorial Cup. Now that's the kiss of death. Sorry, Storm. The Guelph Storm will win the Memorial Cup. Knowing this Storm team, they'll probably lose every game in the round robin and somehow, or, or one win in the round robin and then win the tie break and then come back and win it that way um, just because they like to do things the hard way. But I don't think the way this team is rolling right now, like I know there was the Michael DiPietro factor in the OHL final, but they embarrassed that 67s team. And we've seen that 67s team was one heck of a hockey club, and they embarrassed them flat out. That's a that storm team is a buzzsaw, and they are rolling right now. And I don't think the only thing that's standing in their way is a guy named Ian Scott. That's a pretty big piece, massive piece coming yeah. out of PA in the dub, uh, Leafs draft pick. And I was talking with a former Guelph Storm who went to the Memorial Cup in 04. Steve Smudzinski, and he asked, he's like, so do you think the Storm's going to do it? And I said, yeah, they're, you know, they're just too good right now. And he's like, really? And I go, yeah. He goes, I go, the only thing standing in is Ian Scott. And he goes, oh, Kelly Gard all over again. Because Kelly Gard was the goaltender for Kelowna when they went out west in 04 to the Memorial Cup and had a goals against average in the tournament of under one. Pardon? Not terrible. <laughs> so I, I, I think they will, but it's going to be tough. And, you know, don't write off the hosts, buddy. Was, well, I'm writing off those. Ruren Noranda. I know. Is like, they were rated number one in the top 10 polls all season. And top 10 poll is what it is. Three scouts and a guy in the league decide, but that's fine. Um, I, I just think the way they're built, the way they're going right now, you're not going to slow that team down. It's They're the monsters. Hello, Space Jam. That's what I've compared them to throughout the playoffs. They're just disgusting. All right. What I, do you think? I still call it the kiss of death. I don't care. I still call it the kiss of death. I want it. I want it to happen for Rusty. Rusty was uh, Rusty yeah. Hammond, the the uh, head trainer for the Guelph Storm uh, equipment manager, was on a previous episode of the Farwell and Pope podcast. If you missed it, go back and listen to it because it really is great. He's in the Guelph Sports Hall of Fame. He's been around for four decades. We in could hockey. have went for six hours. I think just Beautiful. stories. I want to see it for him. Him and Larry Malott, longtime radio broadcaster. I want to see him win one. Larry's been to Kelowna. Now he's in Halifax. Yeah. He's oh, had he's, some good trips. Yeah, but he's but, been. He's yeah. been. And so have the Storm. Right? Yeah, but he's never. They don't won. have. They don't have the Memorial Cup yeah. in their franchise history. See, that's almost like the regular podcast, wasn't it? It's just different, but very much the same. At underscore Chris Pope for Poper at Farwell underscore OHL for me. Check for new episodes weekly. You know where to find them by now, right? All of your favorite podcast places. Give us a review. Use the hashtag AskFNP. And when you see the commissioner in Halifax. Stumbling out of the red stag or the lower deck. Tell him to get on the damn podcast. Let's go. Commish. It's going to be a great Memorial Cup. Oh, by the way, my money's on not Guelph. 
You're welcome, Storm fans. I've been picking against them all playoffs, and that means the Storm will be the 2019 Memorial Cup champions. I want them to win this one for Rusty, and I mean that sincerely. This has been the Farwell and Pope Podcast. This has been the Farwell and Pope Podcast, posted weekly. If you have questions, topics, or a story you would like to be covered, simply email mike at 570news.com. The Farwell and Pope Podcast originates from the 570 News studio in Kitchener. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.